0: All the
1: dogs here are going to die. Dogs, otherwise known as man's best friend. A phrase used to refer to their millennia long history of close relations, loyalty, friendship and companionship with humans. The UK in particular is often self-categorised as a nation of dog lovers. Big, small, fluffy or trim... There's a dog out there for everyone, and anyone. But what if I told you that a firm, family favourite breed of dog was being bred on a mass puppy mill-like scale for the experimentation purposes of the vivisection industry, right under our noses. On location in Witten, Cambridgeshire, thousands of beagles are bred every year to fulfil experimentation purposes female beagles are forced to produce litter after litter in barren cages whilst puppies are confined to cages until they reach around 12 weeks of age when they are shipped off to labs to be experimented on and die. But there are people who are starting to fight back and be the voice for these animals. Like-minded people are working together to oppose and bring an end to the cruel abusive exploitation of all animals in the vivisection industry. Recently, many people have started to speak up about the government's dirty secret, which has been hidden in the Cambridgeshire countryside for years. People, including various celebrities, such as singer, Will Young. I'm here to bring attention to this facility,
0: our freaks, beagle puppies for testing and their
1: animal testing. The Home Office does not collect or allow the public to know any information on the procedures, statistics and welfare standards of what goes on inside the Cambridgeshire facility. All we have is undercover camera footage from protesters and the knowledge that if the government would rather not talk about it, then there's probably something very sinister going on indeed. But rather than jump straight into the harrowing images of what is going on behind those gates in Cambridgeshire, I want to know more about who is running this show. So let's dive in from the very beginning. Well the and no one sees light Episode one Who is the MBR? The infamous owner of MBR Acres in Cambridgeshire is owned by a company called Marshall Bioresources, Resources, which is an American company. If you Google them, the first search result that comes up is their website. And When you initially open the website, you are presented with a low-resolution, pixelated mess of a stock photography image, which shows two beagles looking up at a person whose face has been chopped out of the frame. It depicts a medical-styled figure wearing a stethoscope around their neck. The figure is holding the faces of the two beagle dogs in her hands, appearing gentle and somewhat caring as they look down at the two dogs. The opening paragraph reads, Our mission is to be the premier source of animal models and related services for the pre-clinical research and development of human medicines, vaccines, medical devices and other therapies, as well as for the clinical research and development of companion animal pharmaceuticals. But when delving further into this site, They go on to say that they sell animal tissues, blood, and plasma, which is all from the animals they mass produce on a global scale. According to a Marshall representative, they say that we will breed anything a laboratory wants. If they want a dog with three legs or an abnormally large heart, we can do it. Their website says that they have been supplying quality animals for biomedical research for over 75 years. And that they have an attending veterinarian who is responsible for the health and welfare of all martial animals. They also say that they have a dedicated staff of animal care technicians who provide daily care and socialization. All of this information on their website is accompanied by a list of animals that they produce including the martial beagle which is available in two different genetic forms, the martial cat, an influenza free martial ferret, mice, guinea pigs, and even mini pigs. Each animal has its own tab with available information on how they have been bred to be things like antibody profile defined or specific pathogen free. It even says that they've been raised and bred in a complete barrier environment and remain unvaccinated. They refer to original colonies of these animals, which implies there's a historic breeding program that they've all stemmed from, with just a few animals to start with, And now it's the genetics for thousands. But how did Marshall Bioresources come to be? It all started with a young farmer called Gilman Marshall in 1939, who was interested in raising ferrets. His interest started as a hobby, as ferrets were used for hunting small game and rodents during this time in the 1900s. Gilman originally marketed his ferrets to the public as pets and for rodent control but eventually it became apparent that ferrets were useful in the development of canine distemper vaccines. Gilman Marshall saw the need for healthy animals in medical research and so began breeding animals to sell on into the medical research industry at the time. As it became common among pharmacologists to use multiple species to understand the way new drugs interacted with the body, it became standard practice to use dogs in addition to rodents in the development of these new drugs. And in 1962, motivated by changes in the FDA regulations regarding testing of new medicines, the Marshall family established a colony of Beagle specifically for this research. The Marshall Bar Resources website claims that from the very beginning, the Marshalls placed a priority on the health and well-being of animals raised in their care, and they knew that in order to produce the most accurate and reliable study data, the dogs needed to be healthy and well acclimated. The company today is owned by Scott Marshall, who's the grandson of Gilman Marshall. Thousands of beagles have been bred from their original colony of dogs. And Marshall By Resources claims that their values and dedication to the animals and employees has not changed since they were a small farm in a small town several decades ago. This short and nondescript history of Marshall By Resources paints the classic American dream: a man, his ferret, and an opportunity for success and serious money-making, whatever the cost. Delving further into internet searches of Marshall By Resources. I came across a website that describes life inside one of their huge breeding factory farms in the US that allegedly confines approximately 23,000 dogs inside its sheds on any given day. The headline for the article is Marshall By Resources is a factory farm like you've never seen before, with a cover image of a field cramped with huge tin barns. It seems like a far cry from Gilman Marshall's small ferret farm of the 1930s. They haven't had a name,
0: you know. These dogs dogs were born in a cage. At five weeks of age, they get tattooed on their ears, and that's their number. And that's how they're
1: identified
0: from birth to death.
1: The article's author, Amy Mayer, goes on to say that the company is one of the largest dog breeders for the animal experimentation industry in the United States. Most of the dogs bred here are beagles, the breed of choice for experimenters. This is because of their docile nature, they are gentle and less likely to bite back. The same qualities that make Beagle's wonderful family dogs are sadly the qualities turned against them, as the targets of invasive and painful experiments. Marshall also breeds mongrels and other hounds for experimentation. It's not surprising really that there's little information on Scott Marshall himself online, given the clear common knowledge of the facilities being run under his family name, People who find out about his facilities are understandably outraged and disgusted, and even the most skilled PR guru on the planet would struggle to paint a good picture of the owner of a breed to kill conglomerate. It is important though to note that Marshall By Resources is not the only company breeding animals for the vivisection industry. In the summer of 2022, the Humane Society of the United States seized 4,000 dogs from a mass breeding facility owned by another company, called Envigo RMS, who label themselves as a privately held contract research organization that can supply live animals to organizations engaged in animal testing. The company's breeding facility in Cumberland, Virginia, was cleared out of its animals due to several Animal Welfare Act violations. The animals were receiving inadequate veterinary care and insufficient food. It was even reported that beagles there were being killed instead of receiving veterinary treatment for easily treated conditions. The ages of the rescued dogs ranged from just days old to female dogs that were eight years old and had only ever known an existence of living in a cage and being bred from. One of the rescuers from the operation had this to say.
0: Yes, there are. Actually, there's a facility called Marshall Bioresources in New York, and believe it or not, they have 21,000 dogs. And so, our fear of course is that the facilities that have been buying from this prison are just going to buy from the other prison, and so yes, absolutely. There are other facilities. Marshall Bioresources is the largest, invigo Vigo was the second largest, and there are others as well. But, you know, this this case has opened Virginia's and the America's eyes to the fact that animals are still used in experiments in this day and age, in the 21st century. We put men on the moon, we can, we can advance science with modern technology, organs on a chip, computerized data models, and that's the way of the future. The way of the future is technology.
1: But Scott's name does come up in searches linked to other animal-related companies. According to the New York Department of State Divisions of Corporations, the CEO of Marshall Farms Group and CEO of Marshall Pet Products is the same person, Scott Marshall. Since
0: 1939, Marshall Farms has been breeding and raising top quality ferrets. As the ferret experts, Marshall Pet Products is a great source for nutrition and treats, remedies, grooming supplies, toys and outfits.
1: In fact, when you Google Marshall Ferrets, their website is the first search result. It couldn't be more different from their Marshall Bar Resources website. The first image on marshallferrets.com is of a little girl cuddling her ferret. They claim to be breeding the world's friendliest ferrets, with additional images of smiling children happily looking at their ferrets. It's a far cry from Marshall Bar Resources' site I previously saw. This website gives off the impression that everything's okay, and look how cute this ferret is! Marshall Ferrets go on to say that they continue to provide pet solutions not only for ferrets, but also for other pets such as cats, dogs, birds, horses, rabbits, hamsters, rats, gerbils and guinea pigs. This just shows how intertwined they are within the pet industry. Neither of these websites owned by Marshall appear under the same search results. It's clear that they don't want families looking for their new pet ferret or people shopping around for pet products to find that their beloved animal was bred and raised in the same facilities as animals for animal testing. In May 2021, it became newsworthy information that US pet retailer Petco Health and Wellness Company was misleading its customers about its connection to animal cruelty by supplying Marshall Pet Products as well as Marshall Bioresource bred ferrets, the Marshall Ferret. We come
0: with a message of peace, nonviolence, and compassion for all. We are here urging PETCO to drop ties with Marshall Bioresources. Currently there are over twenty three thousand dogs and forty thousand ferrets in windowless sheds where they never see the light of day. These are puppy mills that Marshall is shipping all over the world to laboratories for cruel testing, where they have their bodies cut open, and these ferrets are also sold to pet co-locations around the world.
1: The organisation Rise for Animals confirmed in an article that the ferrets sold by Petco are bred at the same facility and the same people profit. That's Scott Marshall's pockets being lined with money from both the animal experimentation industry as well as the pet care and wellness industry. An interesting mix for any entrepreneur. Petco responded to the accusations of being intertwined with Marshall Bioresources with a statement that reads... We don't do business with Marshall Bioresources, we do purchase ferrets and ferret products from Marshall Pet Products, which is a separate entity that breeds ferrets as pets in a facility that meets Petco's industry-leading standards for animal care. It is in fact a lie to state that Marshall Pet Products is a separate entity from Marshall Bioresources. It is merely a different name to try and distance themselves from the notorious animal cruelty. Some retailers, however, such as Overstock.com, completely stopped selling Marshall pet products when learning about this, but not all have followed. But Marshall Farms as a brand has been controversial for their mistreatment of animals for decades. So, just as Philip Morris changed their name to the Altria Group to try and distance themselves from the controversy surrounding tobacco-caused deaths, Marshall began using different brand names, such as Marshall Bioresources, Marshall Pet Products, MBR Acres, and MBR Waverly, But the same people profit, and the same animal suffering continues. It's clear to see that Marshall Bioresources isn't without its newsworthy public controversies. Even a decade ago in 2012, the Chinese arm of Marshall Bioresources had been sending beagle shipments to a Bangalore-based company called Advenus. 70 beagle puppies originally intended for pharmacology research were released to adoptive families in India after activists alerted the Indian government that the animals had been falsely described as pets by the contract research organizations seeking to import them. The dogs were flown to companies in India and Japan by Cathay Pacific, which refuses to transport research animals. Marshall had represented the dogs to the airline as being for breeding and genetic research purposes, the Chinese arm of Marshall wrote to the airlines saying that they won't be hurt or killed as lab animals when in reality the dogs are being sent to be used in toxology research. But is it okay to test on animals as long as regulations on their care and environment are met? Well, Marshall Bar Resources claims that for over 80 years, our animals have contributed to the development of life-saving therapies and treatments for humans and animals alike. We hold ourselves to the highest standards of health and quality and ALAC accreditation services to enhance our top commitment to animal care and welfare. Our rigorous quality management system for all of our global Marshall Beagle facilities is certified to the ISO 9001-2015 standard. Whilst the ISO standard they meet is based on management systems, the ALAC is much more interesting. It is an international non-profit organisation that promotes the humane treatment of animals and science through voluntary accreditation and assessment programmes.
0: The peer review process of ALAC, which was then the American Association for Accreditation of Laboratory Animal Care, uh, was developed as a, a vision of Ben and close working colleagues as a mechanism of peer review for laboratory animal pro, research animal programs uh, here in the United States and of course now internationally. So he should be credited with uh, uh, with much, and as I mentioned, he, he argued that we shall do protocol review if we're going to ethically sign off every year on our, our uh, annual form to the USDA, and that was in place in 1979.
1: So, Their website says, when animals are used, ALAC works with institutions and researchers to serve as a bridge between progress and animal well-being. This is done through ALAC's voluntary accreditation process in which research programmes demonstrate that they meet minimum standards required by law and are also going the extra step to achieve excellence in animal care and use. In this way, ALAC International is supposed to be where science and responsible animal care connect. So this means that Marshall Bioresources is claiming to use up-to-date animal welfare standards and practices within the animal testing sphere. This would, in an ideal world, be a good thing. An animal research breeding facility should be striving for high standards of welfare and quality of life for any and all animals used in research practices. However, if you delve a little deeper into the available information and news on ALAC, there seems to be some highlighted controversies. ALAC stands for the Association for the Assessment of Accreditation of Laboratory Animal Care. It is a private, non-profit organisation created to promote the humane treatment of animals in science through voluntary accreditation and assessment programmes. But in 2022, a lawsuit was filed that involved them. There isn't much media coverage of this, but a few articles from different sources describe what happened. Essentially, in 2022, Harvard Law School filed a lawsuit on behalf of the Animal Legal Defence Fund, who are an organisation that make it their mission to protect the lives and advance the interests of animals through the legal system. The lawsuit was against the US Department of Agriculture, otherwise known as the USDA. The lawsuit centres around the USDA's decision to change how it handles inspecting research facilities that house animals for scientific study in laboratories accredited by ALAC International, an organisation which has been described as being dominated by the animal research industry. But the Animal Legal Defence Fund found that instead of the USDA conducting a full annual inspection itself, the agency decided to hire ALAC in February of 2019. But the USDA never publicly announced the change, which involved conducting only partial inspections of ALAC accredited facilities. So there was no guarantee that everything was being seen, heard and reported on. Details of the USDA's change in policy were discovered in records attained through the Freedom of Information Act. These records revealed a policy change made behind closed doors despite severe public opposition because when the USDA initially proposed this change in 2018, it requested public comment and the opposition it received was overwhelming. So, the agency publicly changed course and announced that it would not recognise third party inspection and certification programme when determining the agency's own inspection frequency under the Animal Welfare Act. Privately though, the following year, it did make this change that recognised ALAC's third party accreditation in determining how often it completes the full inspection of regulated research facilities. The Animal Legal Defense Fund argues that under this secret policy, the USDA is failing in its duty to conduct thorough annual inspections of many animal research facilities that are regulated under the Federal Animal Welfare Act. They stated that this failure jeopardises the animal's well-being and hinders the ability of animal protection organisations to advocate on their behalf. Their lawsuit seeks to have secret inspection policy declared unlawful and a return to the USDA's previous policy of conducting full annual inspections of all regulated animal research facilities. So, MBR claims that it meets. All industry standards and that they are ALAC accredited. So therefore, they must be treating all animals raised under their name umbrella with some reasonable amount of care or high welfare standards. However, this recent lawsuit clearly implies that just because you're ALAC accredited and have been signed off as proving decent welfare for the animals doesn't actually mean or prove anything. It's like a nice badge you can pop on your business jacket to avoid awkward questions. But we should be questioning the businesses in this industry. We should know everything that goes on in the secretive world of animal experimentation and vivisection. Starting with where these animals are born. With Marshall bioresources.
0: Resources.
1: Next time, we focus in on a puppy mill hidden away in the English countryside MBR Acres in Cambridgeshire. There is power in numbers. Tell your friends, family and co-workers about Marshall By Resources. Let's keep the conversation going. Use hashtag MBR Puppy to get involved in the conversation. You've been listening to At What Cost, Puppy Killing and the MBR The music you can hear is Punkade, Solidarity with the NBR Beagles. All sources in this podcast are linked in the description.